Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Storytime with Moms. My name is Moms, and today's episode, we go back to Japan, to 2013, when I met the governor of Chiba, and I almost peed on myself. Um, so let's get into it. So in 2013, I did this really awesome uh, it was study abroad program that was government funded called the Kakehashi Project or the Bridge Project, I think. It was like a 10-day trip to Tokyo and Chiba, and we kind of learned about Japanese culture, and we did uh, a bunch of government tours and just learned Japanese culture. We did a little dance. We toured the Kikuman factory. It was an amazing experience. This was my first time back to Japan since the uh, trauma that I had inquired with my first trip, which is something I will go into much later. So this this was a big, this was a big thing for me. And I had one of my best friends there at the time. And I was just, I was just jazzed to be there. So a little history, Chiba and Wisconsin have a very special relationship. We're sister states with Chiba. In Chiba, they have the Kikuman factory. And when they decided to open a Kikuman factory here in the States, Wisconsin was the place that ended up hosting the first Kikuman factory, and that was in Walworth County. Because of this, Wisconsin and Chiba have a very close relationship, which uh, the, you don't hear much about Wisconsin anywhere in the States, much less in the entire world. So seeing an entire place, just like city, just cheering for the state of Wisconsin. It kind of blows my mind. And we were all like, oh my gosh, we're famous. Wisconsin, let's go. It was so nice to see uh, appreciation for a state that nobody really talks about. It was it was very heartwarming. It was it was very sweet. We took a lot of pictures in front of um, the friendship statue. All the pictures will be linked to my blog. I'll put that link in the description of this episode. So please go check it out after it's done and see all the things that I saw in Tiba. Because the trip was funded by the Japanese government, specifically the government in Chiba, we needed to thank Chiba for sending us to Japan. So halfway through our Chiba trip, my Japanese professor comes up to a group of me and my friends and she goes, hey, uh, funny story. You all need to thank the governor of Chiba, who was a famous movie actor, and you uh, need to do it in Keigo. And you three, she points to me and my best friend at the time and this other guy, Ugh. you three are my best students and are at the highest level. Can you do the speech for, can you do the speech? And I just stare at sensei and i'm like me oh no little known fact about me i have terrible terrible stage fright when it comes to public speaking i do not public speak very well i get such bad anxiety i stutter through the whole thing like my knees will be shaking my jaw will be trembling i white out i have no idea what i'm talking about it's tragic and sensei knew this about me. And she pulled me aside and was like, look, moms, I understand you uh, don't do public speaking very well, but you are one of our best speakers. And if you can do this, great. If not, I could have somebody else do it. And she looks at 
my other friend who was standing next to me and goes and just kind of goes. <laughs> and of course, my friend was like, yeah, I know. Right. You. <laughs> so uh, I was like, can I think about it overnight? Can I see the speech? Because they were going to write it for us. Uh, my professor and her husband, who was also a professor, they were going to write out the speech for us. So I didn't have to think about Kago. I just had to say the Kago and then, you know, d- deliver it. Cool. I, I can do that. If I if I can see the script, I'll be fine. At this point, you've heard the word Kago multiple times. And if you know nothing about Japanese, that literally doesn't mean anything. You're like, oh, Kago, what the heck is that? Kago is very, very formal Japanese. Like it's something that you would say to the governor <laughs> if you're just a little peasant like me, um, something that you would say to um, somebody that's higher rank than you. Um, a lot of times when you're on an airplane and you're flying to Japan, you hear a lot of keigo because they are talking up to us because we are the patrons and the stewardesses or flight attendants are less than us in Japanese language society. They are not. They're fabulous people. I love flight attendants. They have a very hard job. Linguistically speaking, when it comes to Japanese, there's a lot of rules about keigo and stuff. And uh, it's not something that's used a lot. A lot of Japanese people struggle with keigo. A lot of Japanese people hate keigo. Um, and they only use it when they absolutely have to. I don't remember a lick of it. I I think the only thing I say is, okay, de gozaimasu. And it's a joke. Because okay is such a casual word and de gozaimasu is so formal. So it's funny if you Japanese. Anyway, I'll, I'll carry on. So I, I get the speech. I'm like, okay, can I pick what part I say? Because the first part of it looks really easy. I could do this. Is that okay? And she's like, absolutely. So we split the uh, speech in three and we practice nonstop for the next couple of days. And I make notes on it, on, on this piece of paper, and I, I, I write all over it. And I'm like, okay, I got this. I got this. I can do this. It's great. A couple of days later, it's our last day in Chiba, and we are all dressed in our best clothes. We are going to the government building. We're going to meet Kensaku Morita, the governor of Chiba, who is this famous actor and well-beloved amongst Japanese people. And I'm supposed to deliver a speech. Oh, goodness. I'm in trouble. So, of course, we don't go straight to the government building. Why would we do that? Why would we not ease Momes' anxiety by going straight to the source of it? No, 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 no. We're going to go on a bunch of tours beforehand. As you do. Thanks, guys. The universe really loves me today. It was pretty much my entire feeling like my uh, my guy friend, the one who was also doing the speech was like, you good? I'm like, no, do I look good? I was not OK. <laughs> like when I get really anxious, I get really goofy or just like extra weird. It's just the way I dispel anxiety, just being extra weird. And he's like, dude, you're not good, are you? I'm like, no, I'm not good. And you heard what I said over there. I had no filter over there. <laughs> what, what was that? So, yeah, he was entertained by my panic and chaos. Jerk. <laughs> anyway, um, the first stop on our adventure was, uh, I, I don't even know what it was. It was some sort of, like, convention center. And there was this, like, it was, like, this big building with, like, science fair displays. If you, you, you know, like, these big old cardboard things printed out with 
all of these future ideas and 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 environment saving things and they were like pitching ideas i don't i don't know what it was and i remember walking in going through a couple booths and being like i don't know what this is and i don't care i have much more pressing things to worry about than clean water which is a lie clean water is important but in the moment i was so anxious and i didn't understand what we were looking at anyway i mean i can't even remember what it was i didn't i didn't i didn't want to sit there and look at it i wanted to practice my speech i just wanted to get the speech over with and move on with my life take a nice hot soak in the onsen and just never speak of this moment ever again i remember my friend and i I, he was bored with it too. And I was like, Hey, let's go back to like the lobby where we're meeting and let's just, let's just practice the speech. Let me practice on you a couple times. I need to get out the bugs. I need to shake it off. I, I had the speech memorized. It was perfect, but anxiety does that. You know, it makes you second guess every single thing that you do. So I'm panicking. And, uh, the other guy who was also supposed to give the speech, he ends up joining us too. I don't know why. We were trying to do it without him because neither of us liked him very much. He uh, was kind of a lot and we just we just didn't want to. But he ended up joining us and was like, fine, fine. You know, that's perfect. We can go through it all at once. It's fine. And then uh, Sensei Tachi come up there and my professor's like, yo, moms, you good? I'm like, no, I'm like wringing my hands and I'm rocking. I'm full on autism, shaking and rocking and thinking and panicking. Like I didn't know I was autistic at the time, but I, I looking back on it. Yes, I was definitely T-Rex hands, wringing my hands and just panicking, just the fear in my eyes. And they were also disinterested in the whole convention center thing. I don't even know what it was like. That's how important it was in my head at the time. Ooh. So I'm just like, yeah, me and my friend and the other guy, we're just practicing our speech. We're not really interested in what's going on. And they're like, neither are we. It's boring. And we're like, cool. I'm going to practice. My professor's husband stands in front of me and he's like, I'm going to be the governor of Chiba. I'm going to be really mean and scary. So when you see him, you're not going to be afraid of him. And I was like, Great, that's not helpful, but okay. So he stands in front of me with, and he's got the scowl on his face and he makes himself as big as he can and crosses his arms and he just glares at me. I'm like, great, great, excellent, sure, cool, I can do this. And then my teacher goes, and I'm going to be the microphone. And she jumps up in the air, circle sits on the floor and looks at me expectantly. And I die. <laughs> I'm just dead. I... What am I? Her husband, bless his cotton socks, did not even flinch. I mean, he he quirked his lip a little bit, mouth did a little smirk. Like that's my wife. That's my wife. But the other three of us, dead. We lost it. Uh, all sorts of seriousness, absolutely gone. Dead. Dead. And then I couldn't focus because all I could hear is, "I'm gonna be the microphone." Flap. It was just so, <laughs> I don't know what possessed her to do it, but uh, if, if she was trying to make me laugh, it worked. Um, if she was trying to distract me, it worked, but I forgot my speech, so it was fine. It was, <laughs> oh, it was so good. But I managed to get through the speech just fine, even with scary hubs and goofy waifu. I, 
what a team. I love them. I miss them so much. They were so great. So after that, um, do you think we went straight to the government buildings? No. We went on another tour where our tour guide forgot the Japanese word for seaweed and she was Japanese. She couldn't she couldn't remember nori and she had a bus full of gaijin yell nori and she was so embarrassed. It was hilarious. She was such a trooper. She was a great tour guide. I loved her. She was with us the entire week we were in Chiba and she just <laughs> she put up with all of our chaos. Ah, it was a good time. I, we laughed at her so hard when she, she forgot Nori. They're like, you've been speaking English for too long, haven't you? You've forgotten your own language. And she's like, oh, no. And it was very sweet. But uh, they took us to a place called the Umihotaru, which is like a man-made island kind of thing. I don't know what its purpose was, but it had a bunch of signs and historical things there and a bunch of shopping that you could do. I'll try and look up some more information on it and then put it in my blog. I took a bunch of pictures. I'll put that in there as well, um, just so you can see what I saw. And finally, after what seemed like decades, we head to the government building. And the closer we get, the more anxious I get, the more fluttery my heart feels, the butterflies, the nausea. Oh, I was not okay. Do you think we get to give the speech right away? Again, no. We ended up getting a tour around the building, which was fine. Absolutely fine. It was fine. It was very cool. We got to see how the government worked there. I took a bunch of pictures in there that will also be on the blog. Hint, hint, you should check out my blog after you're done listening to this. Wink. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was, it was really cool. We learned more about the Wisconsin-Chiba relationship and it was just it was wholesome. It was wholesome. And everyone was super friendly. Everybody was Japanese except for um, the girl who took us around and spoke the English. She was part of a Chiba Wisconsin exchange group that just worked in the government sector. And it was she was she was fabulous. It's, it's getting to the time we're supposed to meet the governor. And she announces it's potty break. Awesome sauce. We head to the bathroom and all of the toilets are Western toilets. So they're like you, you sit on them, the porcelain thrones, if you will. But Japan and a lot of Asian countries have what is known as squatty potties, which are literally um, like porcelain troughs on the floor that flush and you squat over them and you do your business and then you flush it. And ta-da, um, a lot of uh, foreigners don't like them. Um, I'm indifferent about them. I really don't care either way. If I have to go to the bathroom, I'll use whatever I can. Except for, uh, this time I was not excited to, uh, use the squatty potty because, um, this was the first time I ever used a squatty potty in tights and in a dress. Um, I, like I said, we were all dressed to the nines. I had on my really fancy boots. I had on a pair of tights, a really pretty dress it wasn't a long dress or anything. So I'm squatting, doing, doing my thing. And then I realized that the uh, hem of my skirt from behind is in the water. And I'm, I'm mortified. I pull out. It's not, it's not too wet. It's not too noticeable. Again, mortified. Almost ended up peeing on my tights because I was so mortified at trying to get the hem of my dress out of the toilet that I, I missed. That was perfect. Just like the icing on the cake, everything fabulous. Like I said, I, uh, 
I think I caught it in time and I looked and it was hardly noticeable, if not perfectly fine. And I, I told one of my friends when I when I got out that I almost peed all over myself and she thought it was hilarious. I I found it funnier later, like now it's funny, but in the moment I'm just like dying inside. After this horrifying toilet event, um, we all end up in this like auditorium, but there was rows of chairs and there was space down like the middle for like a walkway. And then there was another bunch of chairs. The two guys and I were sitting in the front row on one of the sides. And then I don't remember anything else, but I know the sensei Tachi, the, the two sensei were a couple seats back. And I, I just, I just remember seeing them in my brain. Just, it's like the three of us, blurry faces, the two teachers. He comes in, everybody is super excited. They're cheering and clapping. And uh, we are announced that we're going to be giving a speech. I lead the way to the microphone, which is set up right in the middle of the, that walkway aisle thing. And I bow to the microphone, bow to him because, you know professional and then I say the first word in my speech which starts right off in Kago and he goes naturally I go (laughs) and then I stare at him and he stares at me and I went shimatta and I dig into my pocket of my cardigan and I pull out the speech because I forgot all of it I don't know if he didn't expect it to be in Japanese or if he expected it to be in English or he didn't expect the Kago. I don't know what his expectation of like what was going to happen was, but it was incorrect because I scared the crap out of him just by saying that first word, which I don't even remember what the word is. And I've since lost the speech. I have it somewhere and I've been looking for it for weeks so when I find it, um, I might even just make a separate episode, just like a, a short little I say the speech, or I will post a picture of it in the blog or something when I find it. But I'm, I'm looking for it. I'm actively looking for it. It was just the, uh, uh, and then my brain was blank. So I ended up having to read off of the script and then I folded it up and put it in my pocket. And I remember looking back at Sensei. And I was disappointed in myself because I felt like I had done her dirty by not memorizing the speech. And, and to be honest, it wasn't my fault. He, I might have scared him, but he scared me worse. <laughs> so I just, I just couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't tell what was happening. Again, autistic, didn't know. Sensei Tachi also gave me thumbs up. And I was like, I don't know if they're just trying to pat me on the back tell me I did a good job and they weren't proud of me or I couldn't tell if they were disappointed or not. Again, autistic. And honestly, I don't remember the rest of the thing. I think I disassociated the rest of his speech. He, I can understand why he is a very popular governor. I could tell why he was a great actor. He was kind. The way he spoke was very easy to listen to. He was nice to look at. He was, you know, he had really nice kind of salt and pepper hair, I think, if I remember right. Uh, He just looked like a nice guy. He was just very smiley and very happy and really excited to be there and to talk to us. Uh, It was all in Japanese that I remember, but I don't I don't know. I I don't remember the rest of that, except for 
we lined up after the speech and his speech was done because we were all going to take a picture together. And he he pointed at me and he said, good job, very cute. And I I remember I just turned bright red from embarrassment. I was like, oh, my God, I messed up my speech and I scared the governor of Chiba and he thought it was adorable. And I'm going to go curl up in a corner now and die. So thanks. Thanks, universe. I'm mm, feeling great. But I think I stood next to him in the photo. I think I actually have a clip of that somewhere. I think uh, Sensei got it shipped, the newspaper. She got it sent to Wisconsin, to the university, and we all got a copy of it. But I don't know where my copy went. So I'm going to have to look for that as well. I just remembered it like right now. I think I look mortified in the photo as well. (laughs) I just... Oh, it was it was just one of those things. I didn't expect any of that to go the way it did. But in retrospect, knowing who I am and how I work, I should have expected all of that. I honestly should have expected all of that to go the way it did. Yeah, it was it was great. I remember, you know, when I was done, I, I you know, everyone was like, good job, good job. I've got and I was like, yeah, no, 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 shut up. I read it off the paper. I was disappointed in myself. And then I took a really long, hot soak in the onsen once we got to Tokyo, and I was so happy. And it ended up being a good rest of the night. I hung out with my friends in, in, the, in the public bath, and it was nice. It was just really nice. That was, uh, that was my story about the time I uh, gave a speech to the governor of Chiba. I scared him. I almost peed on myself. And my teacher was a microphone. Thank you so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed my story. It's just, it's just looking back on all of these stories, it just cracks me up. Just how how things work them work work themselves out. It's just it's just ridiculous. So uh, if you liked this story and you want to hear more, please go ahead and subscribe. And to get notified when I post new content, I post every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Central Time. Down below, I also have links to my blog, my Twitter, where you can vote on options for the next podcast episode and uh, any sort of coffee if you want to donate to the cause and help me improve my equipment for better sounding podcasts. Thank you again so much for listening and until next time.